My name is Diana Dirkby and I live with paranoid schizophrenia. This is the first chapter of my podcast entitled Schizophrenia as I Live It. So as I say, I live with paranoid schizophrenia and my mother also lived with paranoid schizophrenia. This podcast is a forum for me to talk about schizophrenia as I live it. The podcast accompanies my forthcoming book, The Overlife, A Trade of Schizophrenia, which I call The Overlife for short. Before I go any further, I just wanted to um, say the soundbite that I used at the beginning uh, of the podcast is Pastime with Good Company, composed by King Henry VIII, and it was played by Chestnut Brass. You may ask, what is this strange word, overlife? that's in the title of my book. You may also ask, what is this strange way I speak? I was born and raised in Australia, and I did nothing to try to get rid of my Australian accent. Living in England and France for long periods has influenced my accent, and I now live in the USA. Still, my accent is predominantly Australian. The word overlife is a noun I formed from the old-fashioned verb overlive. This verb has two meanings. It can mean to live longer than another person, and it can also mean to survive or outlive an event. In my novel, I use the word overlife to describe the legacy someone leaves after their death. I also use the word overlife to describe the life of someone after the onset of schizophrenia or its diagnosis. The main characters in the novel, The Overlife, are a mother and daughter, the latter being the narrator, who both live with paranoid schizophrenia. I draw on my mother's and my experiences with this brain disorder. However, the novel is a fiction book. The fiction genre allowed me to be more flexible and to leave out of the book people relevant to my life, but not to the story I aimed to tell. So what is paranoid schizophrenia? For example, a young person may ask AI, say ChatGPT or Google's Bard. I did that myself. Bard did somewhat better than ChatGPT. If I were grading them, I would give a B- and not an A for both uh, for what they left out. Nonetheless, let's go with Bard. Here is Bard's answer to the question, what is paranoid schizophrenia? And I quote, Paranoid schizophrenia is a type of schizophrenia. Here I have an issue as Bard saying paranoid schizophrenia is schizophrenia is a sort of a chicken and egg. So I would prefer to say is a type of brain disorder that is characterized by delusions and hallucinations. Delusions are false beliefs that are not based in reality, while hallucinations are sensory experiences that are not caused by external stimuli. People with paranoid schizophrenia often believe that they are being persecuted or watched, and they may hear voices or see things that are not there. These symptoms can make it difficult for people to function in everyday life and they may lead to social isolation, unemployment, and financial problems. So this is still with Bard. The exact cause of paranoid schizophrenia is unknown, 
but it is thought to be a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Treatment for paranoid schizophrenia typically involves a combination of medication and therapy. Medication can help to control the symptoms of the disorder, while therapy can help people to cope with the challenges of living with schizophrenia. With early diagnosis and treatment, people with paranoid schizophrenia can live full and productive lives. However, it is important to remember that schizophrenia is a chronic condition and it is important to continue treatment even when symptoms are under control. And still going with Bud, here are some of the symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia. Delusions, false beliefs that are not based in reality. Hallucinations, sensory experiences that are not caused by external stimuli. Disorganized thinking, difficulty thinking clearly and logically. Disorganized speech, difficulty expressing thoughts clearly. Social withdrawal, withdrawal from social activities and relationships. Flat affect, lack of emotional expression. Negative symptoms, symptoms that involve a decrease in normal behavior, such as motivation, energy, and interest. If you think you or someone you know may have paranoid schizophrenia, it is important to seek professional help. A doctor or mental health professional can diagnose the disorder and recommend treatment options. End end of the quote from Bard. We can do better without offence to AI, which gives a satisfactory first approximation. There is a well-known excellent book on schizophrenia called Surviving Schizophrenia, a Family Manual by E. Fuller-Torrey. I think that the latest edition is the seventh. That edition is available relatively cheaply on Amazon.com and as a Kindle book. The first chapter gives a brilliant scientific description of how several people living with paranoid schizophrenia perceive their symptoms. So, if you know nothing about schizophrenia, this is an excellent place to start. My fiction novel, The Overlife, aims to follow a mother and daughter over their lifetimes and reveal how they, in particular, experience schizophrenia. Everyone living with schizophrenia as a mental health consumer the politically correct way to describe someone living with mental illness or brain disorder, or caregiver should write their story. Why? There are as many schizophrenias as there are people living with schizophrenia. Despite the joint, strong, at times overpowering symptoms, people's experience of schizophrenia is influenced by their upbringing, personality, intellectual and cultural passions, how they are perceived by the society in which they live, their life goals, and so on. My novel, The Overlife, is about two people with schizophrenia, a mother and daughter, and places a lot of importance on their differences as well as the symptoms they share. It is a unique story, just as everyone's experience living with schizophrenia is unique. Their mental illness or brain disorder does not define a person. There is always a lot more to them than that. My name is Diana Derpy. My mother lived and I live with paranoid schizophrenia. I will talk more about myself and my mother in upcoming podcasts. The novel The Overlife is set in Australia and I will focus on the issues my mother and I encountered there. Overall, I will discuss schizophrenia as I live it. 
So I hope that you will return uh, uh, for the next chapter. So the chapters will come out roughly once a week um, uh, and be about this long. I hope you will uh, come back and listen to uh, subsequent chapters. Uh, And I thank you for listening to this one. Thank you very much.